0: Do you feel called to serve God in your career? Check out some of the exciting job opportunities we have at Focus on the Family. We're looking to fill positions in marketing, IT, and marriage counseling. Work with other talented believers, enjoy a meaningful, Christ-centered work environment, and use the skills God gave you to encourage others and help families thrive. To learn more, visit FocusOnTheFamily.com slash careers. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash careers.
1: Like it or not, your child's going to face moments of disappointment. And in those situations, what's in your child's heart is going to come out. How can you prepare him or her for those difficult times? I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta. He leads our parenting department here at Focus on the Family. And let's kick off today's episode with the conversation Jim Daly and I had with Sheila Irwin. She's the mom to two sons who have made a lot of films that you know about, like I can only imagine. And uh, she learned to encourage her boys whenever they faced a tough
0: time. Sheila, I really understand the encouragement side. I think I tend to be an encouraging parent. Um, I don't know that I'm as good at getting the boys through disappointment. Mm. And so how, how do you mm. strengthen both of those areas? So you're a good encourager, yet at the same time, you can also help them through disappointment. Or maybe when that disappointment's yours as a parent. You know, I sure. played I played high school sports. I thought, Mom, I have two boys, which I did. The Lord was, you know, gracious. They were athletic looking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they just didn't like football. I mean, you know, I was a football player. and uh, And that's okay. I really had to bite my lip. But I guess it was a discouragement a little bit for me but I had to realize they're different people. They're not me. I lived and breathed it for them. I was like, eh, it's not that important to me, Dad. Uh." (laughs) But how how do you manage that as a a parent?
2: Yeah, well, it's not your dream. It's theirs. Yes. Uh, And and so that's one thing you really have to learn and Mm -hmm. to, to let it be their dream between them and God and not try to push anything on them as far as what you want them to be or to do and you'll be a wise parent not to do that. Uh, Disappointment. Uh, We taught our boys that failure is a part of success and uh, you're going to fail. There are going to be times when you fail. And you're going to have to learn to deal with failure. That's a very important thing before the Lord. We taught them also that all things work together for the good. Uh, we taught them to thank the Lord in all things. And uh, when John was four, we we were at my mother's house, and we were uh, down on the pier. Andy was quite the fisherman. He was very diligent kind mm-hmm. of guy. And was really, you know, one day he caught 100 fish on that pier. Oh uh, <laughs> of course, my grandfather fed the fish off of the yeah. pier, so he was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> and he caught all of his pets. But uh, but anyway, but this day he decided he'd go fishing with his brothers. He was, he was almost five. He was right at four. And he put the hook in, and lo and behold, he got a fish. Well, we pulled it up, and we we're going to put it in the basket because we were going to have fish fry that night. And uh, we put his fish in the basket. And he said, thank you, Lord. And I said, mm-hmm. that's right. Thank you, Lord. He put his hook back in the water. He caught another fish. But as he was bringing that fish up, which was a lot bigger than the first fish, it got off of the hook. Mm-hmm. And he looked up with me of those big blue eyes, and he said, thank you, Lord. (laughs) I said, that's right. Whether you catch the fish or you don't catch the fish, you thank him. That's good. Because that's his plan for your life. So I think learning to fail is very important, and learning to get back up. Failure's not the end. Failure's a learning process. Hank was so good with the boys about saying when they would disobey or if they would whatever. He was great about saying, what'd you learn? Yeah, Tell me what you learned, son. And so teaching them to learn from their mistakes, to get up, to get back up and get back in the fight, you know, and figure out what they're going to have to do. And I know Andy did a, a podcast that was on during the quarantine uh, with a group of uh, Christian Actors Guild out in California. It was excellent. But he was talking about that, yes, was it a gut punch when your new movie came out and it was number one in the nation? Uh, I can, uh, you know, I still believe was number one on Friday night, and on Monday morning they closed all the theaters down. Yeah, the and, timing, and it was a gut punch. And what do you do? Do you just sit there and wallow in your pain, or do you say, okay, now how can what can we do now? Yeah. Uh, you know, you go back to Lionsgate and you say, how can we get this into people's hands? And they figured out ways to get the movie, and it's it's broken even now, and it's making some money. Uh, not what they had hoped, but what do we do when we get that gut punch? Do we just sit down and wallow in? or do we get back up?
0: It's like the big fish that got off the That's hook, right. right?
2: That's right.
0: Let me also ask you, in, in what I love about what you're saying, Sheila, is this is not rocket science, but sometimes we get mm. so disoriented as parents, we don't remember to do the basic things. Absolutely. The scripture you even used, what wonderful things, if your kids can leave the home just knowing to trust God in all things, to be grateful in all things, those are wonderful attributes right there mm. if they really can catch that and leave home as you launch them, just with those handful of wonderful truths. Another aspect for you is prayer and the importance of prayer. How did you and Hank manage that in the home?
2: Well, we prayed with our children, and uh, we taught them that God was, didn't God did the impossible, and we saw Him do the impossible over and over and over again. And so, we taught them that God could do that, so that uh, they believed in prayer. We had a prayer altar, and it was it was our big coffee table in the den, and we all gathered around, and Hank would always say, "What needs do you have?" and we would pray about those specific needs and see God meet those specific needs. Uh, as the boys saw that. God God really could do that and how encouraging that could be for Mm -hmm. them to learn to pray. And then we prayed for them, not just with them. We prayed with them, but for them as well, uh, because we believe that God's a transforming God. You can't change your child's heart. You can't. (laughs) Hold it. Mom, Dad, did you hear that? You can't change your (laughs) child's heart heart they have to sit in every seat you sat in to get where you are spiritually they have to have a committed relationship to Jesus Christ they have to come to know him as savior they have to come to know him as their all in all they have to come to know him as their comfort they have to know him the same way you do and that was one of our quotes in our home was to know him and to make him known, mm. and we had it in big letters in our living room on the wall to know him and to make him known. And so, um, yeah, it's it's spiritual. And moms, can I say this to you? You have to know the word of God. You've got to know it if you're going to encourage it properly. If you're going to be there for your children, you're going to know the verse. If you've got to know what God's word said, so you need to be in a Bible study. You don't need to neglect your faith if you know I remember a young man that went to get his driver's license or permit and he went in and he took his test and passed it with flying colors there was only one other young man in the room with him they walked out as they were walking out the other young man said well I failed he said how did you do so well on the test and he said well I studied the manual he said (laughs) you mean there's a manual he had not looked at the manual at all. He didn't even know there was one. I think that's what we're doing in the church today. Mm. We say there's no wow. manual for parenting. Yes, there is. It's the Word of God, man, that's good, and it's there for everything you need. Everything you need for godly living is yeah. in that book, and you've got to teach it to your children,
1: Danny. I love what Sheila said about teaching our kids to respond to difficulty and when they don't get their way. Just thank you, Lord. Uh, why is it so healthy to have an attitude of gratitude when something goes sideways? Yeah, I mean, it resets the mind. And gratitude truly has been found to, to, to create an adaptive mind. And we know that that flexibility to allow for a moment to be different than what we expected is so healthy for our mental health. Rigidity creates anxiety. Rigidity mm. can create depression. And so this creates resilience. It creates a humble heart. It creates trust big things for a child as they're growing up into adulthood they're needing those elements to be relationally healthy with other people and so it allows for the mind to adjust to what has truly happened instead of continuing to try to force it to be the way they wanted it and you say "Hey, thank you lord and it allows the mind to catch up with what is there Mm -hmm. Uh, that's good and uh, If you want to encourage your children and kind of uh, prepare them for life's storms, I can think of a lot of different resources. We've got some things online, including a free article called Raising Resilient Kids, which goes right along with this conversation and Danny's Insights. It's got a lot of tips on how to handle those moments that your child faces adversity and how you respond. We'll link over to it. Uh, The link is in the show notes. And then find more ways to encourage your child when you read through Sheila Irwin's great book, Raising Up Dreamers. It's a super aspirational book. It's very practical. It's uh, really a wonderful resource. It's available to you for a gift of any amount to the ministry of Focus on the Family today. Join our support team. Make it possible for us to do these kind of podcasts and to present a lot of free material on our website for parents. Uh, Make a donation, and we'll send a copy of Raising Up Dreamers to you All the details are in the show notes. On behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Clubhouse is really edifying in every part of it a resource that supports your values. We subscribe to other magazines, and every once in a while there will be a story that questions a parent's authority or kids behave in a way that I don't like, and we never have that problem with Clubhouse. I can trust it. Learn more about Focus on the Family Clubhouse and Focus on the Family Clubhouse Junior Magazines at focusonthefamily.com slash clubradio.